Do you have a tricky work problem that you need to solve? I have a great podcast recommendation for you featuring a pair of expert women. Whether you're just starting your career or a seasoned professional, check out Fixable, a podcast from TED. Hosted by Harvard professor Frances Fry and her wife, leadership coach Ann Morris, the brilliant duo provide honest, actionable advice to help you navigate everything from a gaslighting manager to returning to work after parental leave. They'll leave you feeling empowered and ready to act. Listen to Fixable wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Boss Up Podcast. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to give a special shout out to our New York City listeners, and I want you to save the date on September 20th. That's a Thursday night. I'm coming to the Big Apple to host a live recording of the Bossed Up podcast brought to you by General Assembly New York City. They'll be hosting us for an awesome evening of answering career conundrums in real time with my surprise guest who I will be announcing very soon on the podcast. If you want to hang with me for a totally free event, save the date and stay tuned for more information at bossedup.org or make sure you're on the email list there so you'll be in the know when tickets are available. Space is limited, but tickets are absolutely free. I hope to hang with you on September 20th in New York City. And now let's dive into today's episode. Since moving to the Mile High City, staying hydrated has become a daily challenge. At higher elevation, sweat evaporates so quickly, you might not even realize you're exerting yourself. And this is a stark difference from the humid heat of my former city, Washington, D.C. Plus, here, where there's lower oxygen levels, also make me breathe slightly faster and more deeply. So I'm actually losing hydration through respiration as well. But listen, wherever you call home, there is a good reason to be more mindful about staying hydrated. A growing body of research that was just covered the other week by NPR shows how much your work can suffer when you're even slightly dehydrated. A recent study of young, healthy women at Yale showed that cognitive functioning took a nosedive when participants were just 1% dehydrated. And frankly, most of us cannot even perceive that lack of hydration because our thirst response doesn't typically kick in at that point. So it's on us to be proactive about staying hydrated, not just for the obvious health benefits, but for the sake of our work product too. Further research shows that tasks requiring complex processing or focused attention are inhibited by even these slight levels of dehydration. So how can busy bosses like us make time to drink the 91 ounces of fluid that the Institute of Medicine recommends for women each day? Well, here are a few strategies I found work for me in staying hydrated, even here in the dry Denver climate. First, I start and end my day with water. Every morning before my usual cup of coffee, I fill up my favorite large mason jar with 24 ounces of water, pop in my go-to reusable stainless steel straw, and start just chugging away. (laughs) My goal for myself is to empty that mason jar before I start my morning coffee, which of course is very motivating because I'm smelling it and brewing it and I definitely want to get to my coffee. And then at the end of the day, I fill that mason jar up once more and take it to bed with me to drink while I read before going to sleep. 
At first, this habit took some getting used to, especially because I found drinking water first thing in the morning a little tough at first. But now, after a few months of doing this, it's like my body craves it, and I feel so much better knowing that this practice alone helps me get in over half of those 91 daily ounces. Second, I rely on a lot of water-rich foods to help me stay hydrated. Because you can, in fact, eat your water. A lot of fruits and vegetables make this super easy. For only $3.89, I pick up my favorite three-pack of English cucumbers at Costco and eat them sliced up with a little dressing, dip, or hummus as a pre-dinner snack throughout the week. Watermelon at this time of year is also a delicious and refreshing treat as well, and celery or iceberg lettuce are some of my go-to options year-round. When I want a quick morning breakfast, I'll also toss in a few ice cubes into my fruit smoothie and blend it all up to get added healthy hydration that tastes more like ice cream. And speaking of taste, if you're the kind of person who gets easily bored at the idea of drinking water all day, there are plenty of options to up the flavor profile without sacrificing hydration. I know that fruit infuser water bottles are super popular because they have these built-in basket inserts that make it easy to infuse your water with the flavors of any fresh fruit I just slice up some lemon and rip off some mint from my herb garden and pop that straight into my water glass when I'm craving refreshing fruit flavors. But that's pretty easy for me to say because I'm always drinking with a paper or stainless steel straw. Another easy option that anyone who follows me on Instagram will see all the time is reaching for a flavored carbonated water option. You'll often see me with my favorite LaCroix flavors like coconut and pomplemousse, aka grapefruit. (laughs) The bubbles really keep my taste buds entertained and make drinking water feel like a treat. And during the recent heat wave that hit Colorado and a lot of our country, I made extra sure to up my water intake too. Dehydration increases your body's core temperature. So when things are heating up, make sure to drink up even more than you think you need or want. And the same thing goes for whenever I work out. Even if it's just something mild like a walk or a hike, I always end it with a big glass of water and make sure to bring extra water bottles with me if we're headed outside especially with Teddy, the dog, who needs his own water bottle too. Have you found hacks for staying hydrated as a busy boss lady on the go? Or have you learned the hard way how critically important hydration is to maintaining your health and productivity? I'd love to hear about it on social media at Emily Aries and Bossed Up Org or in the comment section at bossedup.org slash episode 45. And as always, weigh in on the conversation in the Bossed Up Courage community on Facebook. I can't wait to hear what you think. Let's face it. Speaking up at work can be really hard to do, especially for women and women of color. When the stakes are high and you've already worked so hard to just be the only woman in the room and you want to get everything right, you want to have all your facts and figures accurate before making your voice heard, it's just so much easier to stay silent instead. Researcher Deb Chahansky calls this loss of voice phenomenon. And 
it actually emerges in adolescent women at greater rates than men. And it sticks with us for the rest of our lives. Self-silencing behavior can actually become an unconscious habit unless we consciously engage in practicing our assertive communication skills. And we here at Bossed Up have set out to help women like you do just that. Speak Up, my live assertive communication course is back open for enrollment, and we're kicking off a new cohort launching this June. Over the course of eight life-changing weeks, you'll have access to interactive online curriculum and live weekly practice sessions where you, Irene and I, and a cohort of fellow Speak Up bosses who are owning their voice, overcoming the social messages that have taught us to keep silent, and really learning to strategically and assertively communicate when it matters most, we'll actually have the practice time to rewire our brains, create new neural pathways, and build better habits when it comes to speaking up with confidence and precision and assertively communicating in the workplace. Learn more and enroll today to secure your spot at bossedup.org speakup. That's bossedup.org speakup. 